Episode number 30, Ditch Overwhelm and Anxiety, a step-by-step guide. You guys, two of the worst feelings in the world are feeling overly anxious and feeling overwhelmed. So in this episode, we're going to talk about two mindset choices that you could be making unknowingly that's setting you up for anxiety and overwhelm, and I'll be giving you three ways to overcome overwhelm and anxiety. We're getting right to it in three, two, one. Welcome to the Heal Your Burnout Podcast, where us hustlers come together to have solution-focused conversations weekly. My name is Amber Connolly, a former burnt-out clinician and academic turned transformative coach. If you are a productive patty, miss I can do it all, or if you are ready to ditch the exhaustion, you have come to the right place. Each week I'll be providing you with wellness tips and trainings, inspiring you to look within, replace habits that are keeping you stuck, and offering insights to help you maintain your brilliance. If you are craving clarity, self-care, support, and mindset hacks, look no further. This is where your energy can be reignited and your hope can be restored. You guys, chances are if you're listening to this episode, you know exactly what it feels to feel overwhelmed, to feel like you're taking on too much, like there's not enough time in the day to get it all done, and you might even know what it feels like to experience increased anxiety. And it is not a fun feeling, and it could feel anything like you're on the hamster wheel of life, and it it seems like everything is just coming at you, and, and you can't catch it all. It might feel like you're super busy, You don't have time for all of the things and you never get enough of it done and it could even leave you feeling sick and tired, emotionally exhausted, physically exhausted. If you're like me, you might start to have GI problems, headaches, you might be clenching your jaw. Things could really go south very quickly if overwhelm is left on its own to just keep growing and growing and growing. And here's the thing, when you are experiencing overwhelm, it could feel familiar to you, especially if you're used to keeping your schedule full, you're used to being busy, you're used to being a high performer, you may put a lot of pressure on yourself. So initially, when you first experience overwhelm, it could feel good. It could feel like good stress that is motivating you to keep pushing through. And I'm not talking about good stress here. What I'm talking about is what happens when that applied pressure isn't motivating you in a good way, but it's actually halting you. It's not slowing you down. It's bringing you to a halt. You're feeling stuck. You have difficulty concentrating. You're not enjoying life anymore. And you're just all around not at your best. You're not showing up at your best. You're Your relationships are being compromised, your work is being compromised, and it's just an all-encompassing feeling. This is the type of overwhelm I'm talking about. You might feel like you don't have energy, time to give, you're not so sure what to do next. And when I look back on times in my life where I felt overwhelmed, it's usually one of two things. It's usually me creating unrealistic expectations for myself or for other people or two, taking on too much. And I think that I always think that I I could do, sometimes I'm 
too optimistic where I'll think I could get all of this done. So I'll make myself a to-do list that's about that's about a full page long. And then at the end of the day, when I only got three things done, I'll feel like garbage. And then the the saga will continue the next day. The, the to-do list will then be two pages long and then I'll get two things done and then I'll look at all the things that I didn't get done. So I feel like I have a superwoman complex where I think more, 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 I could take it, I could take it, I could take it. And I just create my, I set myself up for failure each and every time because I think I could get all these things done and then I think that there's even some perfectionistic tendencies there like I could do all of this to perfection when really it's just completely unrealistic and I usually know that I'm taking on too much when my to-do list is greater than six items I know that I'm setting myself up for failure so unrealistic expectations could be sneaky you might find yourself having unrealistic expectations. This could even happen in relationships and could leave you feeling overwhelmed. So you might expect a friend or a significant other, a family member to show up in a certain way in a relationship. And then when they don't, it leaves you feeling resentful. It leaves you feeling angry. And when when you have these emotions stored up, that could leave you feeling overwhelmed too when we're not Um, robots. We don't have like our private life siloed off, our professional life siloed off. Everything blends into one. So if you have one area of your life that's causing you stress, that's causing you to feel resentful, then it's only natural for that to impact your work or to impact other areas of your life because we can't just shut it off. So having unrealistic expectations, think beyond just your work life. Think about your home life. Think about your friendships. Think about things that you have going on outside of work. I remember hearing a quote that said, expectations are resentment waiting to happen. So when you have an expectation of yourself or of someone else, it it's ought to cause resentment or it's ought to leave you feeling disappointed because Not everything can meet your expectation every single time. So um, that is why being mindful of how are you setting yourself up or how are you approaching relationships is so important. And taking on too much and the two most powerful words that we have are yes and no. Deciding when to say yes and when to say no. And I think especially as women, these are the two words that we misuse the most. And we say yes to things we want to say no to. We say no to things we want to say yes to. We feel pressured to say yes to things so that we can meet an imaginary expectation of pleasing other people. I know as a reformed people pleaser, I'm always checking in on why am I saying yes to this? Why am I saying no to this? And Who am I saying yes or no for? Am I saying it to please another person or am I saying it because this is for me and this is something I genuinely want to do? So whenever we take on too much or whenever we say no, because that's a problem too, saying no too much and denying help, that could completely set you up for overwhelm. So those are the two reasons that I believe are the main contributing factors to overwhelm and what the heck do we do about it how do we overcome feeling anxious or feeling overwhelmed and I think it comes down to 
really three different things. And um, if we're getting super granular with it, I would even add in a bonus fourth. I would say the three things are pause, prioritize, and triple D. And the fourth one we'll talk about at the end. But these come from an article from Psychology Today. And step one, pause, is the most challenging to do because the last thing you want to do when you feel overwhelmed is actually pause and stop and connect with yourself. I would say most of us want to do one of two things. One being um, just plow through the to-do list. Just go on autopilot, plow through it, don't stop working, hustle and grind, just do it. And I think another another half of us probably want to run away from it. So procrastinate, do things to distract yourself, clean your office for the fifth time that day, do anything but the things on your to-do list to distract yourself and to procrastinate. So actually pausing is super challenging to do. So what do we do when we pause? Meditate, journal, take some deep breaths, feel your emotions. And while you're doing this, remind yourself that yes, you feel overwhelmed right now, but the thing is feelings are temporary. Feelings come and go. They're like ocean waves. They come, they ebb, they flow, they leave, and they're replaced with a new wave of emotions. And I think that when we're feeling anxious or overwhelmed, it it is so all-encompassing that it's really hard to see beyond that moment. It's challenging to see beyond the to-do list. And it seems like this is just how it's going to be forever and ever. So really reminding yourself that Feelings aren't something to run away from. They're visitors and they give us valuable information. When the wave comes in and when that feeling of overwhelm comes, rather than running away from it, sit with it, take some deep breaths and become curious. What is this teaching me? And usually when we're feeling overwhelmed, it's teaching you that it's truly time to get your get yourself in order here and we do that in steps two and three so step two prioritize i am one of my favorite ways to do this is to brain dump everything that i have to get done and i do a really good job at brain dumping this is usually when i create a to-do list that's about 58 things long so brain dump but actually prioritize so i like to draw a straight line Draw a line across on a sheet of paper so then you have four boxes. And then look at your brain dumped list and actually separate out what is of the highest priority. What needs to get done by 5 p.m. today? And then have what is second highest priority. So I think of this as first box being what needs to be done by the end of the day today. I want to go to bed and have all of this stuff done. And then the next one would be, what would be a bonus? If I got this done today, great, but it could be done by the end of the week or it could wait. Then we have what truly doesn't matter for today, like what could be done at a later date. It is not pressing. That goes in the bottom box. And then the final box would be what doesn't matter at all and I'm making it into something that it doesn't need to be. What could be just cross off the list, what doesn't matter? Because usually when we brain dump, things that don't matter come out. Things that we don't need to worry about for another four weeks come up on the brain dump list. So the trick here is 
limiting the highest priority things to simply no more than three things for that day. So you have about three things of highest priority, about three things that can't that you could wait until the end of the week, second highest priority. And then in the doesn't matter, that could be as long as it needs to be. And in the delete, that could be as long as it needs to be. So there, when you're looking at your four boxes, you know what is of the highest priority and when and if you finish everything in that box, you then can move on to the second box. So you're setting yourself up for knowing what the flow of events is following your your boxes. Now, the next step would be to really evaluate your boxes and figure out what can I actually, what, what is important for me to actually get done what can I, the, the triple D's are delete, delegate, or delay. And essentially, we're figuring out some of it when we're separating things out into priority, but figuring out what on this list am I able to delegate out to someone else, what doesn't matter at all and I could delete it, and what could wait until the end of the week. So delete, delegate, delay. So you're editing your boxes and you're figuring out What can I delete, delay, or delegate? Now, the next step is, and I think this is a bonus fourth step, um, you know I'm going to talk about it, but you know I'm going to talk about it because I feel like I talk about it in every episode, but your thoughts matter, so pay attention to your thoughts. Change your thoughts, change your life. So if you're telling yourself, oh, I'm looking at my brain dump list, and then I put it into the priority box. If you're telling yourself, this will never work for me. Like I heard it on a podcast, but it will never work. I just don't have enough time and I never have enough energy to do any of this and it will never all get done. When you're talking to yourself like that, well, it's no wonder that you feel overwhelmed and feel like crap and you have a negative attitude. So tuning into your thoughts is important. And I say that very tongue in cheek, like, oh, you have a negative attitude. Um, No judgment. All of our brains default negative. I work really hard to not default negative. And I would say anyone who does the mindset work, works really hard to to not default negative because our brain wants to go to what's familiar and our brain wants to keep us safe. So just know it's okay that you default negative, but what are you gonna do about it? So rather than I can't get this all done, maybe you change it to I will get this all done or setting yourself up for success, maybe you don't really believe you will get it all done. So maybe it looks something like, I know this is a lot, but one thing at a time. I will choose to work through my boxes and will do one item at a time. And I trust that I will do what I need to do to get it done. I don't know what to do next. That's something I know that comes up for me when I'm feeling overwhelmed. I don't know what to do next or I don't have time or energy. So Having that box when you think, I don't know what to do next. Oh, hey, cool. I have a list of priorities now and I know exactly what I'm doing next. Um, Maybe you think, I don't have time. I don't have energy. Well, you know exactly what you need to work on. You know when your time deadline is and you can and will get it done. So tune into your thoughts. Shift your thoughts from disabling to enabling and when you choose to implement the the pause, prioritize, delete, delegate, and delay, you truly are setting yourself up for success. And changing your thoughts is just icing on the cake to help you move forward. 
So I hope you found this step-by-step guide useful and I will see you in the next episode. Hey friend, before you leave, please head on over to iTunes podcast and search for Heal Your Burnout. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button, give us a five-star review and help us spread the word about our show. I would love to connect with you on social media. My Instagram handle is at Amber underscore Connelly underscore. And until next time, I'm sending you so much love and light. And I can't wait to keep moving forward with you.